John Marcus here. I'm continuing my series on uh, the Dominion Truth. Last week we were talking about our hearts and how what is in our hearts will inevitably come out of our mouths. And a key to walking in Dominion is to fill our hearts with what is good and what is pure. And so that what comes out of our mouth is the unadulterated, pure Word of God. That only God wants us to, to speak and to come forth out of our mouths. And so, let's continue our study on taking dominion over the demonic realm. Taking dominion over... Uh, the demonic kingdom and so we see that when they entered into Canaan land there were seven tribes that they had to overcome and all of these tribes is connected to a certain evil spirit that is mentioned in the New Testament that we need to get the victory over and so today let's look at the first tribe so as we read last week in Joshua chapter 3 verse 10, Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you, and that He will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Hivite, the Perizzite, the Gogoshite, the Amorite, and the Jebusite. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is crossing over ahead of you, leading the way into the Jordan. So, as we enter into the land, we confronted by these enemies. And so, they are enemies of our soul. And so, although we are saved in our spirit, and we are born again, and the Spirit of Christ has entered into our spirit and we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Our spirit man represents the holy of holies within us where Christ dwells. The soul represents the outer court. But the outer court, after being saved, is not completely purified and so we've got to work out our salvation with fear and trembling which means we have to say Lord finish the work that you started in me and we know, we'll notice that as we go through life like you and I already know who have been walking with with the Lord for many years is that there's things that we struggle with there's habits there's things that we need to overcome. And so through a process, God does a work within the heart and a work within the soul. And one of uh, the things that we have to overcome connects to um, the tribe of, uh, of the, the Canaanite tribe. And so um, if we look at the word... Canaanite, it means to bend the knee. So it means to bring into bondage. And so 
you will, we will remember the story where the woman was bent over doubly. And what did Jesus do when this woman was bent over? He rebuked the spirit of bondage, which caused her to stand upright again. And she overcame the spirit of bondage. She overcame the spirit that was bending her over. And so um, the way to overcome the, the Canaanite spirit that wants to bring you to bondage, that wants to bring you into a place of bending you over, is truth. And so in Romans chapter 8 verse 15 it says, For you have not received a spirit of slavery or bondage, uh, leading again to fear of God's judgment, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, the spirit producing sonship, by which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father. So, God sets us free from bondage. And so when we were unsaved, we were in bondage. And so when we are saved, we come out of bondage into liberty in Christ because we heard the truth, we heard the gospel, and we reacted to the gospel, and we confessed Christ. The kingdom of God came within us. Christ came within us. And so that was the first step of overcoming the spirit of bondage, the Canaanite spirit. And so we received the spirit of adoption as sons, spirit of sonship, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And so we, were, we started a process of, of overcoming the spirit of fear. And so the, the, the Canaanite spirit is very much connected to, to walking in fear. And so it's, the, it's when we walk in truth that we are set free from bondage. And so the Spirit is wanting to pull us down. The Spirit is wanting us to focus on lies. And so the Spirit is wanting to uh, bring lies and accusations against us so that we will be bent over. That we will always think negative. That we will come into condemnation. So that we don't look up. And so it's a spirit that wants to bend you over. So that you walk in condemnation. You walk in guilt. You walk in fear. You, you walk in shame. You walk in bondage. And so when we look up to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we find salvation. We are set free from bondage and we straightened up. We can look up. We can put our shoulders back and we can begin to walk as, as, as uh, sons of, and daughters of the living God in, and find and recover our identity. Hallelujah. So, to overcome the spirit of, of bondage, there are weapons and armor that God has given us to overcome. And these are written in Ephesians chapter 6. And let's read um, from verse um, 11 all the way to uh, verse 13. It says, Put on the full armor of God, for His precepts are like the splendid armor of a 
heavenly armored soldier so that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and the strategies and the deceits of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger and having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place fully prepared immovable victorious and then if we go on to uh, verse 14 it's speaking about the battle that we are facing and so remember, we are entering Canaan land, and it also represents our inner man, our soul, where we have to conquer certain things in our soul. And so now, what is the, the first piece of our armor? It says in Ephesians uh, uh, chapter 6, 14, the first part, it says, So stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth, personal integrity and moral courage, around your waist. Another translation says, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. And so, the Canaanite spirit wants to bring you into bondage. And so to overcome this opponent that comes with lies and accusations and wants, to, wants you to walk in, de in defeat and lies, we overcome this by being girded with the belt of truth. And, so, and it's interesting, it speaks about your loins being girded about with truth. And the, our loins are the part of us that are procreative, that have the potential to bring forth seed and bring forth new life. And so we have to understand that the, the, uh, the battleground is in our mind. Remember I, I told you the story of how God brought about creation. It all started in his mind. He had pure imagination. Pure visualization. He visualized, he imagined what he wanted to create. So this is the loins of the Father's mind. And then it entered his heart. And he was filled with the pleasure of what he was about to create entered his heart. This purity entered his, into his heart. And then he was so delighted, it came forth out of his mouth. The Son proclaimed the Word that was in the mind and the imaginations and the, and the visualization of the Father's mind. And the Holy Spirit power hovered and moved and brought it into being. In 1 Peter chapter 1, 13-16, it says, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope for the end, for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not 
fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance. But as he which hath called you is holy, so ye so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy as I am holy. Let's focus on the, the first part in verse 13. It says, Gird up the loins of your mind. Our mind is actually also procreative. Let me explain that. So what happens is, when you think the way God wants you to think, and your mind is filled with truth, your mind is filled with the knowledge of God and revelation of God, and that is meditated upon, that is visualized, that is imagined in your mind, it enters into your heart, and it becomes part of you. It becomes a treasure, the rich treasure that is in your heart. And so you've now placed the treasure from your mind, and you've actually transported it into your heart, and it's become a treasure. You, you're living it out. It's become, a, it's become part of you. Not only a, 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 a just a mental understanding of things, but it's now come part of your heart and you, you started to live it out in your daily life. And it, and it manifests by what you say. Because it, it, what's in your heart comes out of your mouth. And so if you have good treasures in your mouth, in your heart, that are part of you, it will come out of your mouth. And that is walking in dominion. And so... When we think about vile, polluted lies that come from the enemy, lustful things, and we think about things that the enemy places in our mind, and we do not reject those things, but we, 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 we think on them, and we do not push them away and resist them, what happens is we give in to the temptation that come into our heart. And because they've now come into our heart, they'll inevitably come out of our mouth and they will manifest in our behavior. They will manifest in the, what we do. And then it becomes the work of the flesh. It becomes sin. And so when we walk as mature sons and daughters of God, we overcome by exercising the loins of our mind. And so we, we are no longer babies, we're no longer youths, but we become mature sons of God. And so we've learned to, when temptation comes, when thoughts come to us, to resist them. To resist the works of the enemy and to stand firm. And uh, in 1 Peter, it, it's, it says here in verse 15, But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Notice those words, in all manner of conversation. What is in your heart will inevitably come out of your mouth in conversation. And so the key to walk in dominion is to protect what you have allowed into your heart. And if you realize that there's certain things in your heart 
that are not right, that are defiling you, that, are, that they, where there is darkness in there, you need to warfare to overcome that. And, the, and to how to overcome that is to exercise the loins of your mind. And so the way you think and meditate and visualize and dream is all pure. And so what comes into your heart is all pure. And so what comes out of your mouth will, will cause you to walk in dominion. Hallelujah. So our loins are procreative. So these thoughts actually start something and will inevitably result in us carrying something out which will result in some kind of action, one way or the other. Either the action will lead us into work of the flesh, into sin, or it will cause us to act in a godly way and take dominion. And, and, and release the kingdom of God one way or the other and it all comes back to what is filling our hearts and so we need the loins of our minds to be girded with truth so there's so many people that get attacked with uh, condemnation and, you know, condemnation is a form of bondage. And to walk in fear is a form of bondage. To walk in, in, in guilt is a form of bondage. To walk in shame is a form of bondage. It, it's, it's what bends you over. And so we, the truth is what sets us free. And so we overcome by overcoming in our mind. And remember, our mind is part of our soul. It's part of our, our inner man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So brothers and sisters, we have to understand that when we are born again, the Spirit of Christ enters into our spirit and we become new creatures in Christ Jesus. But many of us struggle with sin and struggle with things. And we fall into condemnation and we fall into fear and we fall into shame and guilt. And this is the Canaanite spirit wanting us to, to bow down into bondage and come to a place of bondage. But we have to understand that you have to rest secure knowing that because Christ has come, to live inside of your spirit you have become a child of God you are his he loves you he will never leave you he will never forsake you and it is his desire to help you to overcome in these areas of your soul that you struggle with he want he doesn't want you to come and and and, and walk in this place of condemnation thinking that because you're struggling in certain areas that now you're going to lose your salvation and you are going to be cast away from Him eternally. That is not the case. You are His. You are His son. You are His daughter. 
that because He loves you, He wants to help you. And sometimes we go through difficulty. Sometimes we go through struggles. Sometimes He rebukes us. Sometimes He gives us a little bit of a spank because of our, our rebellion and because of our pride and because of our stiff-neckedness. And so we have to humble ourselves before Him. Part of the Canaanite spirit is very much uh, connected to Ishmael. And we know that Ishmael was produced by someone who moved ahead of God and used their own strength to achieve something. And that is the, the Canaanite spirit. That is the, an Ishmael spirit. And it's rooted in rebellion and stubbornness and to be stiff-necked. And so many today that are outside of the body of Christ have got involved in all kinds of religions. And many have fallen into, even in church circles, have fallen into legalism and religiosity that has put them into bondage. And it's because they have rejected the wooing of the Holy Spirit that leads us to Jesus, that leads us uh, to salvation. So we overcome the I, 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 and we submit ourselves to God, and we submit ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are saved. And so part of the thing that we have to overcome regarding the Canaanite spirit is to overcome pride, to overcome rebellion, to overcome stubbornness and so sometimes there's areas of our hearts even though we've given our lives to God there's still hardness in our hearts and there's still areas of pride and pride has many layers to it and so we might have repented of pride in the past and and have overcome in certain areas but sometimes the light of God needs to shine upon us shine upon our hearts and expose areas of pride and stubbornness that we have not overcome. An example of that would be where we would, he, he asked us to do something but we didn't obey. That's rebellion. That is pride. Another example would be when we do certain things in our own strength instead of doing things with Him. We think about Jesus Himself when He was a man on the earth. He said, I can do nothing of myself. You see, He didn't work in the, in, in the all-powerful being that He was in the Godhead in heaven. You know, being all-powerful and all-knowing and almighty. He didn't work out of that when He was a man on the earth. He worked out of depending on an intimate relationship with His Father. And he he worked out of a out of a, out of a place of yielding to the Holy Spirit and and getting the help and the strength that he needed from the Holy Spirit. When we think about the kingdom of God, it's all rooted in the love of God. God is love. If we think about the kingdom of Satan, the devil. It's all rooted in fear, pride and rebellion, and stubbornness. And so, 
to overcome the Canaanite spirit, we have to be so rooted in the love of God. The love of God has to so consume us and take over our inner man of our soul. And so we come to a place of not walking in fear. And so we have been given a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so God imparts to us, into our inner being, His power, His love and a sound disciplined mind. And so part of coming to a place of overcoming fear is to be rooted in His love. To be absolutely rooted in the love of our Father. And so it's the love of God that casts out all fear. And so we come to a place of being so filled with the love of our Father and so consumed with the love of the Father that there's just no more fear. You see, the whole kingdom of Satan operates on fear. But when we are filled with the kingdom of God, when we are filled with the kingdom of God and it has completely taken over our, our soul and we have, are walking in the fullness of an overcomer in the soul, we have completely conquered fear. And that's where he is taking us to. Yesterday I had an experience of doing warfare and I'm not going to go into the detail of it but I want to share this is that when we are seated with Christ at the right hand of the Father the highest place of authority and from that place we are commissioned to do certain things in intercession and prayer and in warfare and to take, take dominion in, certain, in, 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 in different areas and we come against the giants. We come against, it's like uh, David came, came against Goliath. But because we come from this place of being so rooted in this place of dominion with the Father, at the right hand of the Father, with the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are so filled with Him, that when we, 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 we minister and when we proclaim and when we prophesy to the giants there's absolutely no fear because we know that we are we are abiding in the one that has conquered and has already won the battle so the battle has already been won right from the outset because Christ has already uh, achieved the victory for us through his death his burial his resurrection his ascension and so the victory is already ours and so we are seated in heavenly places with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So as we begin to arise as mature sons and daughters, to begin to, as the bride of Christ, to take back the, seven, the, the second heaven for the kingdom of God and to push down the, the, the demonic structure of the, of the devil, and to push it down, and so we we take our full inheritance in, in, in the heavenlies. 
we'll, we'll notice that as we're walking in this dominion, we are walking in this authority that is ours. We come to this place of walking fearlessly before Him. Walking as courageous warriors in the kingdom of God. So Father, thank You that You're taking Your precious bride to this place of completely overcoming fear. Thank You, Father, Your, your, your precious brothers and sisters. Cause them to overcome the spirit of bondage. That a full victory over the spirit of bondage. A full victory over the Canaanite spirit. A full victory over fear. A full victory over shame and guilt and condemnation. Cause every brother and sister to be straightened up in Jesus' name. I break the spirit of the Canaanite spirit that brings them into bondage. I break it off their lives right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that you cause your sons and daughters to walk in victory and to take dominion, to take dominion, complete dominion over the spirit of bondage, Lord God. As we are straightened up, put our heads back and our shoulders back and begin to walk as the mature uh, sons and daughters of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 